I wasn't able to sleep. Like, I just saw his face in my head and, like, shots hearing it. For the survivors of the Parkland shooting, the moments many feared would be their last, replaying over and over in their minds. You never think it will happen to you and, like, to your school until it really does, and it just doesn't feel real. Junior Mackenzie Hill was with her twin sister just moments before the shooting began. I was in the restroom while I heard 10 and 15 gunshots go out. And I go out of the stall, I run it like really quick, and I grab two people near me telling them we need to get to the classroom right away. So you're in the bathroom on the second floor, and you hear the gunfire, and your twin sister is downstairs in the classroom? In the classroom I was in. She says she saw the shooter down the hall, heading down the stairs. And that's the moment I panicked, and the girl with me was hyperventilating because she had asthma. So when we get in the classroom, we were just sitting down, and I had contact with my sister, and then... told me she loved me, then I heard the gunshots on the first floor and she didn't answer me. Mackenzie describes those heart-wrenching moments separated from her twin sister. All we heard is screaming and crying, and then it got silent because all the kids who were shot and the room's over, they lost, I guess they lost so much blood, and we heard no gunshots for about 10 minutes. And 40 minutes later, I still received no messages from my sister, not knowing if she got out. Downstairs in that classroom on the first floor, junior Jonathan Blank. There's a glass panel on our door and it's like a rectangular glass window. He opened fired at the door from out from the inside the hallway through the door and just started spraying through the door. And in this chilling video, oh oh the deafening shots ringing out and you can actually see Jonathan. He was on the floor along with so many of his friends. You can see his sneakers right there. I was laying down um, four kids in my class. They got shot. Um, two of them, I believe, passed away. Um, I saw them on the ground after they were shot. There was blood everywhere, and it was just horrible. The seconds turning into minutes. It seemed an eternity. And finally, the cops, we hear them screaming. Um, we had to put our hands up. They came in with assault rifles, um, pointing them to make sure that no one, the shooter, wasn't in our class. And as I was making the right turn out of the class, I saw two kids laying in the middle of the hallway, um, dead. They were just dead. A sight no high schooler should have to see. How terrifying was the whole thing? It was the most scariest moment of my life. I've never experienced anything like that. Jaden Bear, a junior, fled to a closet where she hid for hours with other students. In what she thought were her last moments, she texted her mother. I just said, Mom, like, I love you so much, and I think I'm going to die. Her teacher trying to keep everyone hiding in that closet calm. I knew that she wanted to be emotional, but she couldn't for us because if she was, then so many other people would have broke down. The students are evacuated out of the school and told not to look around, to keep their hands in the air. I was looking around to see what everything was going on, and I saw my security guards dead on the ground. I saw people, blood everywhere, and I just like, couldn't take it all in. And then I get out of the school, and I saw my sister. What was that like? It was the best feeling. If she would have died, like, I don't know what I would have done. But for too many parents, there is only grief tonight. On that fateful Valentine's Day, sending their children off to school, not knowing that they would never come home. How many of you know someone who did not get out alive? Well, we had a friend, me and my group of friends, that we haven't heard from, and not until like 2 a.m. last night that it was confirmed. 
I lost someone very close to me that I saw as a little brother. And that hurts and nobody should, nobody should have to deal with that today. Nobody, nobody deserves that. They then show us the photos of the friends they have lost. This is my classmate, Nick. He was actually gonna, he was on the national team for swimming. He committed to the University of Indianapolis a couple, like two weeks before this happened. Great classmate, great person, always so nice. They were teenagers filled with promise, dedicated coaches and teachers too. We had uh, an athletic director, campus monitor, who responded immediately. Unfortunately, those two heroes gave their lives for our kids. And when you finally do get back to school, how many of you have teachers you want to thank? Yeah, the whole group. Every teacher deserves to know that they're a hero, even if it's not noted, they're a hero. The stories of remarkable courage already emerging. There was the beloved assistant football coach, Aaron Feiss, a graduate of the school who came back to his alma mater to work with young athletes. He was one of the greatest people I knew. He was a phenomenal man. Witnesses say he responded to the initial call after hearing the sounds of gunfire erupt. And I'm close with Mr. Feist, so he kept waving at me to leave. And then I saw the shooter run after Mr. Feist. And I saw Mr. Feist get shot. When Aaron Feist died, when he was killed, tragically, inhumanely, he did it protecting others. You can guarantee that, because that's who Aaron Feist was. The weight of survival now a heavy burden for these teenagers. I know a lot of you have um, seen grief counselors. How many of you got help today? Almost the entire group. These students feeling blessed to be alive, now trying to send a message to the nation to help them keep this from happening ever again. What do you all want to hear from the people you know, who we elect to solve these problems? What do you want to hear from them? How are they going to stop this from happening? It's obviously happened way too often. It's a recurring trend. I don't believe that any person should be able to obtain an AK-47 or an AR-15. I mean, I know this is a big wake-up call, and I want people to rise up and like stand together as a community and a nation and realize that we can make this the last time that something like this ever happens. For Nightline, I'm David Muir in Parkland, Florida. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.